0: uh well it's it's probably going to be short but uh i'll go ahead and start the ball rolling because y'all might have things y'all need doing so uh today is march 19th 2017 this is worlds of books and today we're discussing the book born a crime it's got a little bit longer title after some about stories from a south african something or other but it's by trevor noah and uh I, I'm not going to give a whole lot of background about Trevor Noah since the book is really kind of autobiographical and you picked up stuff about him from the book. I'll just recap a couple of things. He was obviously born in South Africa. He was born in, uh, 19 February of 1984. So he's a youngster. Uh, he is, I think he kind of probably got into comedy and stuff early on. He did a lot of stuff with, uh, Uh, stand-up comedy and different things like that, I think, in South Africa, and then had some other kind of uh, venues he was involved in, in the entertainment area. And he moved to the United States in 2011, and uh, he is now the host of The Daily Show. He took over when Jon Stewart left, and I guess he took over 2015, maybe? Uh, That's on Comedy Central now. And I, I, I think he's been pretty successful there there was there was some bad publicity about him when he when i think that was first announced simply because he had he had tweeted some stuff uh that some people took offense to i i mean i don't think he was uh, i i don't think he's at all anti-semitic but i think there he, he i think he pokes fun at just about anything so i think that's his brand of humor i think maybe some of his uh his tweets may have been taken out of context and uh uh, as can be done at times. But, uh, uh, anyway, uh, comedy central stood by him and that's, that's, uh, uh, I think that's blown over, but, uh, uh, I I thought, I I thought this book was very well done. I'll just go ahead and give my comments about it. There's only, it's only Michelle and Joni and me here, but, uh, I, I, I just thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought his narration was great. I, I even liked the way he did the voices when he was doing like a little, little kid's voice. And, uh, uh, he just i thought he just really touched on some important stuff he he covered the parts of of south africa and apartheid and stuff that i didn't know anything about and talking about soweto growing up there and just uh uh i i thought it was very and i really liked the fact that he emphasized the importance of language he seemed to to fit in better with the poor group uh even though he was lighter skinned or and i guess that he was considered colored in the way they use their terminology he seemed to fit in better with the, with the, I guess, folks that would be considered lower class than, than he was. And, uh, I, I just really appreciated that about him. I, th- I thought he did a good job of, uh, of emphasizing that. And the, the, the section he talked about languages, I thought was very, very well done. And he just had some stuff in it that just cracked me up. Michelle, I hope you didn't take offense at it. But when he was talking about that guy that danced with them named Hitler, I mean, I, obviously, you know, Hitler's a, a horrible name and stuff. But I I I just saw the humor in that because I mean obviously the name didn't mean anything to whoever whoever named that South African dancer kid that and when they started saying go Hitler go and they were doing that that performance for that uh, that Jewish group I I swear I bet you could hear a pin drop I, I can just imagine it was just horrific but I just thought it was funny the way he presented that and uh, that scene where he was talking about going uh, you know uh, using the bathroom in the kitchen because he didn't want to go out to the outhouse and with his blind uh, I guess it was his, was his great grandmother was. Uh, uh, I, I, I just uh, it just cracked me up, but uh, uh, I, I very much enjoyed the book. And uh, let me know what y'all thought of it. If y'all had favorite parts of it that y'all liked, let me know, and we can just chat about it for a few minutes. Thanks.
1: Yeah, I I thought the book was terrific. Actually, I. I guess I thought he was a little bit older. Um, 1984, he's actually younger than I would have thought. Um, I really haven't watched The Daily Show with him, but I did. I was watching CNN last week or the week before, and they mentioned that there was this show called The Messy Truth, which has a CNN commentator, and the guest was going to be Trevor Noah, so I watched it. He's incredibly articulate. I mean, and, and the way that this show works is... Um, They take questions from the audience. It's like a town hall kind of format. And he really is smart and he's really articulate. Um, I think even more so in person than he came across in the book. I mean, he came across really well in in the book, but even more so, I thought, in person. Um, I thought it was great. I also really liked the stuff about language. I liked his kind of observations how, um, you know, how language can unite or not unite people, you know, Differently than race can, because I guess in South Africa they must speak many, many languages. It sounded like, and he was talking about that if he spoke the same language as somebody, even though his skin color was different, it was a unifying way. Um, and I thought that was that was really very good. Um, I, 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 clearly, his mother was a really, really strong influence on him. Um, I did kind of wonder why his mother ended up with the guy that she ended up with at the end, the one who was abusive. I thought, you know, she seemed like such a strong person. I don't know why she would ended up with this guy. So that I found a little puzzling. Um, and with his father, you know, he had kind of a... Not a particularly close relationship, but I did like the part where he went to visit his dad and he found out that his father had kept the scrapbook about him, so at least he felt that, that you know his father had some interest in him. Um, and then there was another part where his grandparents drove him in the car and they kept treating him like he was white as opposed to being black because he was of mixed race, and they would seat him in the back kind of like he was a chauffeur. Um, I liked all, all his discussions about his friends, and he was kind of, he was like a, a kind of a shrewd guy. I mean, he was a businessman. He was busy copying CDs and music and stuff like that. Um, I, I guess I would love if he wrote another book and sort of explain how he became a comedian, because I didn't really get the sense from this book of how he made that. That path, but obviously, he must have been enormously successful for him to come to the United States and then take over the Daily Show. So, I kind of wondered about that. But I thought his narration was great. I thought the story kept me engaged the whole time. Um, and, and it was a really, really interesting story. It, it gave me the point of view of what it was like to grow up under apartheid. You know, it's not somebody who was, let's say, Nelson Mandela's age, but somebody who was younger. Um, it was it was a really good book.
2: I'm I'm very glad I read it. I'm very glad I read it too. I thought the I I just was cracking up throughout the book, but I thought the funniest part was with the blind great grandmother in the kitchen, as you mentioned, Alan. It was hysterical. I just I had to play it over and listen to it again and giggle because it was it was really good and um Well, I knew some things about South Africa, but I didn't know. uh, I mean, I learned a lot of things. I thought it was a wonderful book. He did a great job of reading. Um, I did have to get used to his accent and his pronunciation of certain things, but um, that was no problem. And I thought he, he was very engaging and um, the book went pretty fast I mean uh, and, uh, and I agree Michelle, I mean he was he was really a, a great entrepreneur and he was um, he was really really I' saying was he is a terrific guy. I don't get Comedy Central, but um, I wish I did because. I would really love to see The Daily Show. I used to get it, but then, I don't know, they took it off my table thing. Um, articulate, very, very smart. Um, yeah, I, I don't think that the mother expected um, her husband, of course, to... Well, if I remember, he... He would drink, and then when he was drunk, he'd start being abusive. Um, Sometimes you don't know what you're getting, and I think she probably married him so she could live a better life and so that Trevor also could live a better life, and then it didn't turn out to be so good, but um, he went through a lot and um and sometimes he didn't know whether he was fish nor fowl because he he didn't know where he stood because the whites weren't particularly thrilled with him and the blacks uh accepted him more than the whites did but they weren't exactly thrilled with him either so he went through a lot but it's it's good that he's here and i hope i have an opportunity to see him because uh he was very engaging i i really enjoyed the book
0: yeah well i uh, thanks thanks for y'all's comments and and thanks for mentioning that about uh uh, uh seeing him in you know uh doing a, like a live broadcast stuff because i've not i've not ever watched him on comedy central either and uh uh I, I i'm not surprised he's very articulate and stuff because he he seemed just from the book that he seemed like a real smart guy and that, and that's good to know. And I really did enjoy those sections about the about the language. And I think you hit you hit upon it because it's uh, I'm a big fan of, of of folks that are that are empathic or that have a strong sense of empathy. And I think that was the main thing he was bringing out in that. Uh, in those sections you know speak the language of the people you're around and uh establish an instant connection with them and stuff because i think that that goes a long way to doing that i mean communication is obviously a uh a huge thing and I, and I like that section when he was in jail with that big guy that everybody was afraid of and he came up and started talking that guy's language and, he, and, it, was, and it was immediate i mean they they connected immediately and stuff so uh uh I thought he, I thought he just did a real good job of, of communicating that, that principle and stuff. And, uh, uh, and Joni, you got to get an iPhone or an iDevice. M- maybe you got one cause, uh, or, or maybe an Android, but there's a comedy central app and I think you can get the, those shows, uh, right on your phone and stuff. And I don't think it costs anything. So, uh, uh, that's what I've heard. So, uh. I've placed the Comedy Central app on my iPhone, but I haven't actually gone out there and listened to anything with it yet. So uh, uh, I'll just I'll plant that bug in your ear. But uh, 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 anyway, uh, I'll see if y'all want to say anything else about it, and then, we'll, then I'll tell you what we're going to read next month.
2: Alan, I have an iPhone. Uh, I've had it. It'll be three years in April. I am just a very, very slow learner. Um, I've taken classes, now I have somebody privately teaching me. I'm just I'm just a very slow learner. So, um, knowing that there's a Comedy Central app, I when I learn how to go to the App Store, <laughs> I'll get it. But I'm just, I don't know, I haven't exactly been able to connect with the iPhone. Um, the person that's teaching me now. She's very, very good. And I write down all the stuff that she tells me. Um, But I took a a class of 13 week, every Tuesday, four hours. And it just didn't, it didn't reach me or something. What can I say? I'm getting old. What do you mean getting old? I'm old. But I still can learn. And I'm working on it. What can I say?
1: You know what, Joni? I think the iPhone is not, not that easy because I also have done all kinds of stuff. I listen to all kinds of podcasts from the Hadley School and Apple Viz. And I took a program a program at my library where they were supposed to teach us the iPhone. And I don't think it's, it's super easy. I, I really don't. Um, I think I notice that the people that do the best you know, like, cause I go to a support group and we talk about this and whatever. Um, the people that seem to do the best with these devices are people that either are very young people, so they grew up with all this technology and it's just really natural to them, like they had to do all this stuff to go to school and stuff like that, or people that really like. Computers. And there are many people that really like computers and find it interesting, but many people, myself included, find all of this very confusing. So I don't think it's you. I give you credit for trying and and making the effort because a lot of people don't even try. Like they try it once and that's it. Um, and just going back to the book for a second, I, I have to say one thing I found really impressive about him is he obviously has a phenomenal memory, much better memory than I do. Because I thought if I had to sit down and write a book about growing up, I don't think I could have came up with all the, the, the uh, you know, the examples that he had and all the, the stories that he had. So I was very impressed with him. And you mentioned earlier, Alan, about the story about the, the dancer named Hitler. I found that confusing in the beginning. Like I was kind of like, why? is this guy named hitler it just made no sense to me but then he explained you know that that a lot of people don't know the history of europe and they just hear certain names like stalin or whatever and they just take those names and then it made total sense to me but i could see how you know if people didn't understand that that they would find it kind of shocking so it was it was an it was kind of a funny story that he included
0: i, I will tell y'all uh, uh, my hat's off to anything y'all could do on those iphones they they are Confusing. The learning curve it's very steep. And listen, I've got a brain that kind of leans toward that kind of stuff because I'm I've been a computer geek all my life and stuff. I swear I probably wasn't comfortable using my own iPhone until probably it probably was a couple of years. I'll be honest with you. It just it, it it's complicated. It really is complicated because uh, I mean they do as much as any computer does. I mean let's face it, they, they are a computer, but it's just a real small package. Version of one, and it's all with touchscreen and stuff. So it's, uh, 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 they're daunting. They're daunting. Uh, no doubt about it. Uh, they're powerful and they do a lot, but it's, it's a very steep learning curve. But, uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I I thought he did a good job of explaining the whole thing about the, the, the names too, because, I mean, Hitler's got to be one of the most, uh, hated names in all of history and stuff. But, but I mean, if you don't know the history, you don't know the, I mean, you don't have the hate. So it's, uh, uh, he, he did a good job of putting that in a humorous perspective, I thought. But uh and, I, and, and I, I find it interesting that I've got two Jewish women on the phone today, and we're talking about this. And you know, and, and I'm the one. What's Goya? Goya? Goy- I, I don't know I don't, I don't, my. I don't know my uh, Yiddish or whatever the, the right terms are. But uh, uh, uh I, 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 I thought he did a good job of. of 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 portraying that which which was a which was a funny story and uh uh yeah i'm not sure i'd ever want to go to south africa but it 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 it, it does sound like there's an awful lot of different languages spoken and and things like that And, and a whole lot of different uh there's a lot of variety in the different classes and cultures and stuff it sounds like in that area so uh Uh, I guess that's all, uh, it all comes from their history and stuff, but uh, 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 I I very much enjoyed learning some more about it, because my my knowledge beforehand was was pretty much uh, 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 non-existent.
1: Yeah, South Africa really does sound like a, a, you know, the history sounds really, really interesting. I actually have, although I don't know them, I've never met them, I actually have some cousins who live in South Africa, so. I guess if I want to try to find them and write to them, I, I could do that. Um, and just to give you an example, Joni, this is like the level I am at the with the iPhone. Is um, now I'm partially sighted, and a lot of times when I use these screens, um, I'm trying to look at it with my eyesight as well. So I'm not. I'm not looking. I'm, I'm kind of using my eyesight, but my eyesight is not so great anymore, and it's not the easiest for me to do it. So it's like the, something that I always have problems with is even just searching on BART, like on the BART app, because I have to kind of get myself over to the search box. And it took me a long time to understand how to even type in my search, because I was used to doing it on a PC with an external uh, keyboard. And on these other things, there's the touch screens, and then somebody was telling me, well, you don't have to type it. You can dictate it, but you have to manage to get, get it into the box. So I find all of this really, really confusing. I think it's much easier if you're more familiar to use a PC. Um, but I will say downloading the books on the iPhone is easier. Then, um, because I actually I, I still use a Victorita stream. I actually love the Victorita stream because it's tactile and I don't have to look at it. Um, but I download the books a lot of times on my computer and then transfer them to my Victorita stream. And I, more and more people keep telling me, "Well, you want to listen on the iPhone, but I don't love searching on the iPhone. I'd rather search on my computer and transfer it to the Vic, to the Victorita stream, even though it's more cumbersome and, and complicated." So. You know what? I think a lot of
0: people find all of this, you know, not not as easy as using a PC. And I'll say, there's probably 15 different ways to do do this stuff, and it's it's great to have choices and stuff. I will just say as a tip, you might want, if you if you still like downloading and listening on your i device, you can always go and do your searching on the computer, add it to your wish list using the computer after you found the book. And then it's real easy to access your wish list in the Bard mobile app, and then just download it all in all in one fell swoop that way. So that that's something else you might want to consider.
2: Well, I got this be put on my phone.
0: You're 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 buffering horribly now. So I don't know if anything changed. I didn't mean to to cut into you, but I but I wanted to text. It was going like that about about like that, and it was it was really hard to understand you.
2: I just downloaded the new cl- the client today, too, again.
0: You sounded good then. Everything was nice and clear and crisp and no buffering at all. So, go ahead and finish what you were saying.
2: Uh, I said, and interrupt me if I'm buffering again, please. I appreciate that. Um, I don't like the buffer. But anyway, I got these speed dots. The it's a sheet that you put. Um, it's an overlay for the iPhone. And I find it's easier to know where to go with it. And uh, it's a slow process because I keep forgetting how to do things. But I have a wonderful teacher, and um, she's very, very patient with me, and she's very good. And as I said, I make cheat sheets all over the place.
0: That's what I'm saying, yeah. The, the, that's the thing about these things. I mean, it's just like the computers are just... There's there's a dozen different ways to do the same stuff. You just have to f- hopefully find find a groove that works for you and and, and go with it. Because there's there's no right or wrong way to do anything. There's uh, there's just a lot of different ways to do stuff, and, and that just makes it more complicated. Because uh, uh, you know you, you may hear of one way and it may not work for you, and you may not know there's a, you know another few ways to do it. So uh, uh, that, that's the thing. You, and of course. I spent an awful lot of time going through email lists and hearing a lot of people post about different stuff. And that's how I, that's how I learned a lot of this stuff, but now I've got a lot of time on my hands. So, uh, but it, it takes quite an investment in time to, to learn how to do this stuff. And, uh, i and I agree with Michelle hundred percent. It's, it's so much easier to do input on a computer keyboard. And whenever I have anything that I need to do on my phone, that involves any extent of, typing and stuff i've got an app that's called snippets s-n-i-p-p-e-t-s and it basically is a you can go to a website uh you know it tells you it gives you the url to go to it gives you the numbers to go to and there's a box on the screen and you can type whatever you want using your computer's keyboard and it appears within the app on your phone and there's a copy button and you can copy and paste it wherever you want to to, to other apps. So as there's an extra step involved but it makes it makes doing input a whole lot a whole lot easier than typing on that on screen keyboard within the uh, phone itself.
1: Yeah. First of all, thank you, Alan. That's a really good tip to download it to the wish list. I think that that's probably a good way for me to do it. Um, and I think, you know, it's very easy to get discouraged with the iPhone because, I mean, the library that I go to here, they have a lot of programs. They hired a technical services librarian or something, and they have all kinds of programs where they're supposed to teach you how to use these different kind of devices. And I've gone to some of them, and it's very intimidating because what happens is you get the person person who teaches the class, and then she has a couple of assistants that come in who are students or whatever, And they're really good at the iPhone. And they can do zip, 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 zip. And, you know, so it's very intimidating because we all start feeling like, well, we should be able to do that also. But, you know, everybody has different skills. Everybody has different levels of interest. And really, I've spent a lot of time (laughs) trying to learn this. I mean, the Hadley School podcasts, I find, are the best because they go over everything very, very slowly and detailed. When I listen to the Apple Viz ones, they try, but I find them, they're they're too technical for me. And the same thing a lot of times when I have people teaching me in person because they just know so much more than I do. And, the, you know, the, a lot of times they just don't really understand that I'm not really following, you know, even though I explain to them. So I think this is the kind of thing that, unfortunately, a lot of times you have to learn it on your own, and it does take a lot, a lot of effort And, you know, maybe, like for me, I'm sort of resigned to the fact that there's only going to be a certain level of skill that I'm going to get to. I'm just never going to be a whiz no matter how much time I spend on it. Um, But I had to sort of get over my being intimidated by people that are so good at this because there are some people that really, really are good. but like I said, they're usually people I've met who are really interested in computers, or they're very young people, like in their teens or 20s or whatever, who usually are good. I find most everybody else has some real issues with this.
0: Yeah, I think if I were ever teaching a class on this stuff, the first thing I would start with is, I would. Yeah, I, firstly, I would emphasize that the learning curve is steep and try to focus on, the fact that you can do an awful lot of stuff with it, but it takes some while to get in there. Just try to keep focused on the, uh, uh, the, the end result. And the next thing I would emphasize would be input is just intimidating with these things. Cause if, 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 especially if you've ever, if you ever used any kind of keyboard and stuff, you're used to having hands on something. Well, this little screen is so tiny, even if with an iPad, it's tiny and it's, and especially with the iPhone, because you 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 don't have access to all the all the items on the screen at any one time there's like a separate screen for numbers and a separate screen for symbols and a separate screen for letters and it, it just take time and be patient and realize it's going to take some doing because it's not long before you start using one of those things that you have to input something in. And It's enough to make you want to hurl the thing against a damn wall when you get started because it's it it's frustrating i mean it, it it's just not intuitive at all uh entering stuff on that that on screen keyboard. I don't care what anybody says, and dictation is great you know when it works a lot of times it doesn't work all that great uh especially when you got like a southern honking accent like I do and it can't understand you so uh 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 you know that there the, 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 it's definitely. There are definitely some hurdles to overcome to get to where you can get get the things uh, to work I, I I will say if you are able to master the device, they are great I mean it's just like having a computer in your pocket all the time because I mean they do so much stuff but uh, again they're 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 not inexpensive and the you know they certainly require a lot of investment in time
2: I was thrown out, but I'm back um. And the keyboard, it's very hard to, you know, I know the QWERTY keyboard, of course, but um, I find it quite difficult to use even though, I mean, because you kind of have to do it with with one finger, and I don't know, I mean, I'm just not doing that. And I don't don't read um, Barter Bookshare books on the iPhone, either. I mostly read all the books that I read on my uh, talking book player or on the second generation stream. Um, but I'm happy with my devices. I don't think I will ever get an iPad. Um, I have enough trouble with this little iPhone. Yeah, I love what the things that I know how to do on it. I love that, and I love that I have a light detector, so I can tell if there's a light on that someone has come into my house and put on and not shut off, and tap-tap-see, which takes pictures of things, and that's pretty good. I mean, I I'm, I'm like that, too. So that's my story, and I stick and tell it. Yeah,
1: I, I actually started with the iPad. I I did that before the iPhone because I thought that would be easier for me. And I will say that I do like to use the Voice Dream Reader to read Bookshare books. That's pretty good. Um, I don't really listen to bard books on the iPhone or the iPad, but I do like the Voice Dream Reader. That that I don't find too difficult once you set it up it's not too bad. You can buy the voice that you like and you don't have to sign in all the time. Um, you, you know, once you sign in, you're signed in. So, and basically it's pretty easy to search the Bookshare book because you just click off to, to where you get to Bookshare and then you have to... Find the book, and it takes like a second to download it. So that's the one thing that I will listen to, on, usually on the iPad. That's I find that easier for me. And the two things that I mostly like with these things is making telephone calls. That's good. And the other thing I like is letting it read for me. Like my favorite gesture is the two finger flick up from the bottom of the screen to the top of the screen. That's the thing. When people ask me about the iPhone, I'm like, that's my all time favorite gesture because I really love if I can find whatever it is I want to listen to, I really like having it read to me the whole thing from start to finish. So that's like, that's the thing that I love is the phone calls and the the reading to me. The rest of it, I I don't really love that much.
0: Well, if y'all, Either of you ladies ever have a question about the, you know, the iPhone or the iPad or whatever, y'all have my email address. Write me. I love helping people with stuff and, uh, I, it won't be an inconvenience. So if, if you ever have a question about stuff, I know you aren't, never, neither one everyone are going to do it, but I'm just saying, if you ever have a question of stuff, use me. Cause I, I've spent a lot of time learning this junk and I, I, and I like sharing information with people, especially if it helps in any kind of way. But, uh, uh, and I'll agree with you too, Michelle. Voice Dream Reader is a great app, and uh, it, it is very easy to get Bookshare. I, I'll even go into to a, a book that I'm reading on Bard, and I want to know how something's spelled. I'll go in and grab it real quick, and Voice Dream uh, and, and through Bookshare and 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 do a search on the word, uh, and, and get close enough that I can find it and find out how things are spelled and stuff. And that's just uh, I, I find that r- really really nice.
1: Yeah, I I really miss knowing how things were spelled. I find that very very frustrating all the time. I, I I I I don't know. I I have to really get better at that because a lot of times I have no idea. I remember I was talking to a friend of mine and she was telling me that she didn't know for many, many years how President Barack Obama spelled his name. Like she found this so frustrating. So it, it is hard sometimes, definitely, to do that. And I don't know if you've ever done this, Alan, or you know somebody who did. Is there anybody who has done, like, an audio tutorial on how you use BARD on the iPhone? Um, because I know there's there's stuff every once in a while, but I wish somebody would take me, like, step through step how to search and how to do everything. They have all these things that are written out, and I don't love listening to the whole manual written out. I, I wish somebody would just do it. Like Joshua Hendrickson usually does things like that, but he does them too techie for me. So I don't know if you've ever come across. I, I Like I said, the podcasts that I really like are the Hadley School ones. The guy who does, and I can't remember his name, but he's like phenomenal. He takes everything step by step by step. And he breaks it down really easily. And he doesn't cover too much stuff. And they, they have like 20 of them or something, you know, like eye, eye tips and whatever. And those are the ones I really find like the most helpful.
0: Yeah, that guy that does, I can't remember his name The that does those hadley podcasts is, is outstanding. You're right. I, I don't think I've ever heard of a Bard Mobile Podcast, but I'll 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 do some digging and see if I can come across anything like that. It, it's not ringing a bell just after you said that, so uh, 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 I, I I don't think that there is one. But I'll see if I can find something. Uh, okay, well uh, I'm gonna let go of the mic for a second. I'm gonna go find the book and I'll come right back. So, okay, the book we're doing for next month was recommended by Mickey when I talked to her today. It's called. The Midnight Plan of the Repo Man. It's humor. So uh I hope it'll be uh, I imagine it's going to be funny. It's by somebody named W Bruce Cameron, C A M E R O N. Reading time 11 hours 20, 21 minutes. Read by John Jessup. And the DB number is 80722. The Midnight Plan of the Repo Man.
1: What what is the book about? Does it does it doesn't say anything in the annotation about it?
2: I would imagine it's about a person that goes in the dead of night and repossesses cars. And Mike's husband did that for a while with a partner that he had and it was very interesting.
0: It says former college yeah I'm gonna read real slow, football star Ruddy McCann has become a repo man, bar bouncer, and car thief. One day, Ruddy hears the, the voice of a dead realtor in his head demanding help in finding his murderers. But soon the voice begins demanding Ruddy Ruddy clean up his act in his apartment. So it's, <laughs> I doubt it has any social value, but it sounds like it might be funny.
2: That's what we need. Well, this one was pretty funny too, but I like books that are humorous.
1: Yeah, it actually sounds really, really good. Actually, it sounds like an interesting book. So, and thank you for recommending this book as well. I thought it was really terrific.
0: Well, thank y'all for coming. I, I always enjoy talking to you ladies. And, uh uh, 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 sorry we didn't have more people here, but, uh, their loss, uh, I, I thought the book was really good. And I'm so glad I read it. And I'm glad, I'm glad y'all enjoyed it. And, uh, I will, uh, say have a, you know, enjoy the rest of your Sundays and have a great, upcoming week and uh thank you for coming and and giving your comments and stuff
2: thank you alan take care have a good week michelle too have a great week we'll see you probably in the mysteries next sunday yeah thank you both very much i'll I'll see you both in in groups very soon i'm sure Can